Hey guys, this is Danny, the lead pastor at Swerve Church, and I'm so thankful that you're tuning in to the podcast today. I hope that the message that you're about to listen to will be extremely encouraging and uplifting, and honestly, I pray and hope that it's challenging to you as well. I want to invite you to join us Sundays at 11 a.m. at the Swerve Hub at 239 Stanhope Street right here in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Or I want to invite you to join us live online on Sundays at 11 a.m. on our Facebook or YouTube page. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I pray that you are encouraged by today's message. Check out the words that David, the, the psalmist, wrote in Psalms chapter 16. I always let the Lord guide me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My body also rests securely for you will not abandon me to Sheol. You will not allow your faithful one to see decay. You reveal the path of life to me. In your presence is abundant joy. At your right hand are eternal pleasures. In this passage, it appears David was able to sense the very presence of God. He said as if God was right by his side, like right next to him. And this closeness or presence of God, it gave him confidence. It made him rejoice and gave him abundant joy. By reading his own words, it would appear that the presence of God helped him feel a sense of security. He felt unshakable. These are the words of someone who truly feels and senses the very presence of God in his life. And I don't know about you, but I feel a little jealous. I wonder... How many of you would say you felt the presence of God in your life at some point in time? If you have, how do you know it was the presence of God? Was it because you felt the, the tingly wigglies or the, or the goosebumps? Because can't you feel that when a cold breeze hits the back of your neck? Or, or was it because the presence of God brought tears to your eyes? But couldn't a, a, a moving film or a sad documentary do the same thing? Or was it because you felt peace in your heart? That's how you knew. But some might argue you can also feel peace from drawing up a warm bubble bath with scented candles and relaxing music. So how do you know if you felt the presence of God? How about this? Did you feel the presence of God today? Do you think you'll feel his presence before our gathering is over? If you didn't feel his presence today, whose fault is it? Was it because we didn't sing your favorite worship song? Was it because the music was too loud or or not loud enough? Maybe we needed a different tempo? Perhaps you're here today and you're longing to feel the presence of God. Or maybe you want to return to an experience that you once had. That one time when you truly felt the presence of God, you just want to feel that once more. Well, if you feel like that today, I, I want you to understand that you're in good company. David, the psalmist, singer, songwriter, who the Bible describes as a man after God's own heart, the guy, the same guy who wrote Psalm 16, the passage that we read in the beginning, he also wrote this. Tell me if this is relatable to you. But I call to you for help, Lord. In the morning, my prayer meets you. Lord, why do you reject me? Why do you hide your face from me? David essentially says here, um, Hello, God, where are you? Why are we playing hide and seek here? Okay, tag, you're it. Why are you hiding your presence from me? And maybe you felt the same way. Or maybe you feel like that today. And perhaps you even dragged your feet to church today because you haven't felt the presence of God in some time. Today we're asking this question. Why don't we always feel God's presence? 
I have three thoughts that I'd like to share with you today. We're going to draw from three possible reasons according to the scriptures as to why we don't always feel God's presence. Here's the first thought for today. Number one, maybe you're over-sensationalizing God's presence. Could it be that you're looking for some kind of, you know, supernatural, awe-inspiring, jaw-dropping experience? Could it be that you're looking for a, a burning bush moment? Some kind of big, huge, loud, explosive version of the presence of God. Because the truth is that the presence of God could be that way, but it won't always be that way. There, there was a similar scenario that happened in John chapter 6. Jesus had traveled to the other side of the lake where he had performed that miracle of feeding the 5,000 people. Well, that sort of thing spreads quickly. And, and no doubt, others heard about this amazing thing that had happened. And crowds begin to gather around Jesus. And they're wanting to experience and see something miraculous themselves. So here's what they ask Jesus. Check this out. They say this. What sign then are you going to do so that we might see and believe you? What are you going to perform? In other words, the people are asking, hey, show us what you've got. Hey, hey, Jesus, give us a sign. Give us a miracle. Give us some miraculous, something big. In other words, they wanted something tangible. And if we're honest, we can be like that many times as well. You know, maybe you, you read that story in the Old Testament about Gideon and the fleece. You guys remember that? Gideon wanted to hear from God. He wanted to know that God would be with him. So he put out a sign. He threw a fleece on the ground and he said if he woke up to a wet fleece and a dry ground and again to a dry fleece and a wet ground, then God was present. Then he would know that God was with him. And we can be like that sometimes as well. We want to know if we should be, you know, dating the person that we are. We want the sky to open up, a dove to descend. And we want to hear a loud booming voice from heaven that says, Thou shalt rejecteth that loser, right? Now I'll share with you guys one time in my life when I honestly didn't tangibly feel the presence of God. Though I felt like I should have, or at least many people said I should have or, or they had. I was 16 years old. And according to my church at the time, finally old enough to get baptized. And uh, people had always described baptism like this magical experience. I've seen people get baptized and, and just like break out in tears or, or get baptized and just break out in absolute praise of God out of the water. I mean, honestly, I've broken down like watching others get baptized. I felt God's grace and mercy and forgiveness for others in the act of baptism. But for me... At the young age of 16, I got dunked and didn't feel any different. Hold on, did, did I do it wrong? Or, or maybe they needed to leave me under the water a little longer? Why did so many others feel the presence of God through the act of baptism and I didn't? Here's what you need to know. Feelings are not the only evidence of feeling God's presence. If you always felt God, you wouldn't need faith. And I'm sure you guys know this, but we tend to forget your feelings are not always accurate. Sometimes we're looking for a sign, for a feeling, an emotion, an experience when a sign has already been given. Jesus already displayed the love of God and he demonstrated exactly how close he wants to draw to us through the sacrifice on the cross. Maybe you're over-sensationalizing God's presence. The second thought is this, number two, maybe your heart has hardened. This was a common issue seen all over the Bible, uh, but in the New Testament as well. 
Jesus would commonly address the heart. He was always pointing to our hearts. And on, on one occasion, Jesus quoted from the words of the prophet Isaiah. And he said this, Isaiah's prophecy is fulfilled in them, which says, you will listen and listen, but never understand. You will look and look, but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown callous. Their ears are hard of hearing, and they have shut their eyes. Maybe your heart has drawn cold to God as well. And there might be multiple reasons why that's happened, uh, but your heart has hardened. Maybe because someone hurt you profoundly, and that experience left you jaded and really closed you off and hardened your heart a little more. Maybe you experienced a disappointment in your life. And there was something you really wanted for God to, to come through for, a situation, a difficulty, a, a challenge. But unfortunately, it didn't turn out the way that you wanted. It unfolded the opposite way that you were hoping. And that experience caused you to close off and your heart hardened a little more. One of the greatest reasons this might happen, and maybe you feel like this today, could it be because of ongoing sin? That's when you allow something that you know does not honor God, but you're not confessing it. You're not going to war against it. You're allowing that sin to fester in your heart. It's like mold spreading from one part of your heart to another. You know, many times I've seen this in my ministry experience and, and honestly, even in my own life. When there's a lack of connectivity to God, a lack of closeness, when you, when you peel back the layers, what you oftentimes find is unrepented sin. Time and again, I've seen people draw away, disconnect, watch their once vibrant spiritual lives wane, all because of unrepented, unconfessed sin. And here's what we need to do today. We need to take time to really examine our lives. Have you not felt His presence? Are you wondering where He is? Examine your heart and ask, is there unrepented sin? Are you harboring bitterness and unforgiveness in your heart? Have you allowed pride to creep in and disturb your heart and emotions? Have you allowed sinful thoughts of envy creep in when you scroll through Insta and see your friends sipping an umbrella drink in the Bahamas while you're stuck at work and walking around in 13 degree weather? Or what about in your relationships? You know, God has called you to a life of purity and honoring God with your body, but you continue to push the line further and further and allow pleasure and sin to creep in. Could it be that that sin is hardening your heart, keeping you from sensing the presence of God? By the way, at the end of our time in our in-person gathering, you're going to have a chance to allow God to do surgery on your heart. We're going to participate in communion together and you'll have an opportunity to examine your heart and repent of any sin. Why can't we always feel the presence of God? Here's our final thought for today. Number three, maybe God wants to draw you closer. I love what God communicates through the prophet Jeremiah. He says this, You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you. This is the Lord's declaration. Here's God's heart for you. God wants to draw close to you, and He wants to have you close to Him. God wants to be pursued by you, but not pursued haphazardly, not lazily. But what does He say in this passage? With all your heart. And when you do, God promises that He will be found. 
Here's the problem with us, however. How often do we lack any effort in our pursuit of God? How often do we have a lazy, lackadaisical pursuit of God? We want to microwave our pursuit of Christ and hope to reap an oven-worthy reward in our relationship with God. If we would put half the effort that we place in our own selfish ambitions, we might have a thriving walk with God. And so sometimes we miss out on God's presence simply because we're not searching for Him with all our heart. Maybe you find yourself in this current season because God wants to bring you to a place of craving for Him, of longing for His presence. When you crave something, you pursue it. If you're hungry, you feed your body. If you're thirsty, you quench your thirst with some water. And maybe God is bringing you to a place where you can hunger and thirst for His presence so you can draw from Him the well of living water, just like Jesus told the Samaritan woman at the well. I think David paints this picture so perfectly and poetically in Psalms 42. As a deer longs for flowing streams, So I long for you, God. I thirst for God, the living God. So what do you do when you crave the presence of God? You pursue the presence of God. You press in. You push through. You do whatever it takes to satisfy that hunger and to quench that thirst because you cannot simply go by what you feel. I don't feel God's presence, so I'm not going to pursue Him. I'm going to skip out on gathering with God's people. I'm going to skip out on serving others until I feel Him again. Where else in your life do you live by that frame of thinking, guys? I don't feel like going to work, so I'm just not going to show up this week. I don't feel like loving my kids. You know, they're such a pain in the neck, I tell you. So I'm going to put them outside for a few days. Listen, you cannot believe everything that you feel. Sometimes you have to get out of your feelings and activate your faith. You cannot live your life and certainly live out your faith based on how you feel in any given moment because your feelings could be wrong. This is when you have to bring to mind God's promises to you, the promises laid out in Scripture, the promises that He's communicated to your heart, His promise that He will never leave you nor forsake you, that when you call upon the name of the Lord, He listens to your cry, that He's near to the brokenhearted and He comforts those in need. This is also when you bring to mind what God has already done to draw near to you. You remember that our sin created a cosmic chasm between us and God, but out of immense love for you and me, He drew near to us in the person and work of Jesus. Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us, and He lived a perfect and sinless life, allowing Him to be the only perfect sacrifice for our sin. He absorbed God's punishment and wrath the wrath that was intended for you. He died in your place. And not only did He die, but He also rose. Jesus conquered the grave to give you forgiveness of sin and newness of life. And then the work still wasn't finished because after all that, He still doesn't abandon us. He gives us the gift of the Holy Spirit so that we can have God with us and God within us, guiding us, consoling us, advocating on our behalf. Even when you don't feel God's presence, You can't always go by what you feel, but you can know God is with you because of what Jesus has already done. If you're here today and you haven't put your faith and hope in Jesus, I just want you to let you know that this could be true for you as well. You can participate and welcome His closeness, but it's not by religion. It's not by reciting a prayer. It's by putting your faith 
in Jesus. You have that opportunity to do so today. And so God, I pray today that you would help us to move past our feelings and that you would help us activate our faith to know that you are with us. God, if there's unrepentant sin in our hearts, would you reveal it? Would you bring it to the surface? God, we take this opportunity to repent of it. Lord, I pray that you would turn our hearts of stone into hearts of flesh. And the greatest sign and the greatest demonstration of your love was already given to us in Jesus. And we praise you for that, Lord. We praise you for the forgiveness of sin and the newness of life. God, I pray, Lord, um, there's so many right now that want to sense the presence of God, can't feel your presence. God, I just pray that you would help us not to go based off of our feelings, but that we might activate our faith and that you would help us, Lord, during this time to have this confidence in you, that you will never leave us or forsake us, that you will always be by our side, that you listen to our prayers and that you care for us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, I truly pray and hope that you were challenged and encouraged by today's message. I want to take a second to invite you to join us in person. We're gathering this Sunday at 11 a.m. at the Swerve Hub, 239 Stanhope Street, right here in Bushwick, Brooklyn. And come on over, join us, come to the Swerve Hub. Let's worship together. Let's get together. Let's worship God together. Let's learn and grow together. Let's fellowship together. Why don't you come on out and join us in person this Sunday?